0: This is Channel 253. Channel 253 is sponsored by Alaska Airlines. I'm Nate Bowling and I fly Alaska. To book your next trip, go to AlaskaAir.com. This is the We Art Tacoma Podcast. Welcome back to another episode of the We Art Tacoma podcast. This is Eric Hanberg. This is producer Doug. How are you doing, producer Doug? Pretty darn good. Yeah, I am too. We just uh, wrapped an interview with Steve Laberge, mm-hmm. and he has some fascinating pieces around Tacoma, the slug at alma mater, and a crawl rust. Is that the word? Crawl rust. Crawl, crawl rust. Yeah. That uh, he tooted around the Tacoma streets a couple years ago. To some great stories. So uh, let's listen in. All right. Welcome to the podcast, Steve LaBerge.
1: Well, thanks, Eric. And you just killed the name. <laughs>
0: <laughs> well, thank you so much. I was practicing. So you've been uh, an artist in Tacoma for a little while. When did you move to Tacoma?
1: So Natalie and I moved here 30 years ago. Uh, I should say uh, approximately 30 years ago. We started out on Fox Island. Okay. And, uh, and what brought us here, we, we had just gotten married. Uh, living in New Jersey, mm-hmm. uh, Natalie was from Berkeley, California. I'm from Minnesota, and um, I, New Jersey. Um, we were really enjoying it, but it it clear it was clear it wasn't our thing. That uh, we were more West Coast people, Midwest or West Coast, and so uh, Natalie interviewed uh, in Los Angeles, yep. in San Francisco, and yep. in Tacoma with the Frank Russell Company. Oh, yes. And she got offers at all three companies, all three places, and we had to decide where did we want to be. And just kind of figured the Northwest was, was a good place to try out. It
0: is a good place. What's the, what's the arts community like here in Tacoma as an as outsider coming into it?
1: Isn't that something? And so I, uh, I have not identified as an artist until I, uh, the second time I went to Burning Man. When was that? That was eight years ago. And uh, and I brought um, an installation. I brought a sofa with a bunch of LED lights above it. Yeah. Uh, reclining sofa with enhanced view. And as I did that, um, I, I registered the piece with a Burning Man organization called The Artery. Okay. And they worked with artists. And so they would say, you know, they would send emails and correspondence, you know, as as, as uh, an artist coming to Burning Man. Um You know, and they just called me an artist. So there, there you go. That's that. That that was your defining
0: artist. Well, your first artist moment, where you were willing to embrace the name. Yeah. At couch at sofa at Burning Man.
1: Yeah, yeah. There's a little bit of pressure to. I I feel like a person should earn the uh, the name artist, right? I mean, it just shouldn't be a freebie. You should have a body of work. Okay. At that time, I had one piece.
0: It was big, though. It was a sofa. <laughs> yeah.
1: Yeah. Substantial installation. You needed a truck to carry it around. Did you um, burn it at the end of it? No. No. They, they were clear that they did not want that sofa to burn. Yeah. And I love the sofa. I mean, yeah. it was my, like my first installation at Burning Man, so I really didn't want to burn it. Do you I, still have it? Um, it yes. No. Nope, I'm sorry. It's gone. It's, it's all in the landfill. It was, it was recycled for a number of other pieces, um, but then eventually it's gone.
0: Do you sense any cognitive dissonance between your wife working at Frank Russell, you're an insurance, you're an insurance, and then also the artist who goes to Burning Man? Like, is that is that? Do those reconcile in your head, or, or are they different pieces of yourself that are like very split? Like, how do you think about those different things?
1: Yeah, what an interesting question. And so, there's such a variety of people that go to Burning Man. Okay,
0: I've never I've never been. Just to just to put that yeah. out there, but I everyone who goes always seems very interesting to me.
1: Well, there you go. It's an interesting event, and what what you realize is uh, seventy thousand people. Wow! And so many people go for different reasons. However, what we see um, uh, on YouTube, um, you know, on Facebook about Burning Man, I don't think is that varied. Mm. As in, it looks like, at least to me, it looks like a fantastic party with the most beautiful people I've ever seen. With a dust storm or two <laughs> thrown in, right? Um, and so... it, it, it if I was to say, yeah, that's one thing, and then there's my insurance agency, and then there's Natalie who, who went to business school and was was part of uh, the Frank Russell Corporation, um, I'd say, yeah, looking at those pictures, they do look very different. I mean, do business people go there? And, yeah, business people. Okay. And, in fact, that's kind of a published deal that it's uh, it's expensive to go to Burning Man. Hmm. It's a week off of work. So who sure. actually goes, what percentage of the population, and who are those people? A lot of those people are the 1%. That's interesting. Uh, a lot of out of, out of uh, you know, tech uh, there's a big tech scene there
0: hmm. that's really interesting, so you've done some art for for Burning Man. What else do you have here in Tacoma that we might have seen?
1: Well, so that you might have seen um i would say in in two thousand seventeen uh Lance. Keggi reached out to me with an odd email. He said, "You know, we we've got a special project, uh, and there's there's pay in it. Would you? And I forget the wording. Would you, as as an artist in Tacoma, be interested in in taking part?" And I thought, wow, that is just quite a deal. It doesn't say anything except, you know, there's money and he's calling me an artist in Tacoma. So those, are, those are
0: two nice yeah, things yeah. To put together. They don't yeah, always happen so together. I,
1: I immediately answer for more, more information. He, he gives us some very mild, wild information. But this was the start of, um, what is it, when the mountains out. South uh, Sound Proud. South, South, live ex- like the mountains out. Exactly. And they wanted to do this, this gorilla um, introduction. Gorilla meaning, they wouldn't say what it is yet, but they they would they would invite some people, China to spread the word mm-hmm. uh, on social media. Yeah, and so I thought, great, you know, this this will be de- this will be a deal. It'll give me a reason to put together an object that I'd made for Burning Man, and the object is called Crawrus, and and I don't know if you've seen this. It's... I
0: remember when when I saw this in the wild for the rollout.
1: In fact. Oh really. When you say "in the wild," do you mean going down the street?
0: I mean going down the street, or maybe maybe I'm just remembering an Instagram post of it. <laughs> you, I, I, I can't remember for sure. Yeah, but... yeah.
1: So this was this was uh, it's you would call it an art car, but it's really not an art car. But Burning Man doesn't allow art cars. They are, okay. They're all about mutant vehicles. Okay. Mutant and vehicles. Mutant vehicles. Yeah, because if you call it an art car, somebody could bring their car that's all decorated and it's in fact an art car, and uh, and Burning Man doesn't want that. They want something that uh, when when what are they, when the observer looks at it they think how in the world does that work okay and so what i did is i had a lawn tractor and i built a fiberglass um character over the lawn tractor but then above that eight feet above that are two seats and surrounding those seats is a geodesic sphere natalie and i would sit in those seats and drive down the streets at tacoma but i i i did that originally in burning man i tore it apart i put it in a shed and i figured Next, next stop is the landfill for that piece. However, after receiving this invitation from Lance, thought, "Gee, you know, why not put a um, uh, South Sound Proud logo on the back of it and drive it around Tacoma for a while, see what happens."
0: Is this thing safe?
1: No. <laughs> <laughs> It it is so scary when we'd go up even the slightest incline. And now, you know, let's move. Which we have a few of those. I don't know if you. No, we did not go down North 30th Street, (laughs) simply from our house at the top of the North 30th Street Hill to Proctor. Okay. And around Proctor.
0: So relatively flat.
1: Oh, yeah. No, we did not go down North 30th Street Hill. That would have been deadly. But, uh, yeah, we'd, we'd drive from our house to Proctor and around Proctor. And we'd do it at night. Or, you know, as the sun's going down. And um, it was fun. There was a number of things that were really, really special. Uh, just, you know, you're driving by a tavern. And this thing goes slow. It goes I would imagine. slower than you walk. Oh, wow. And, uh, and so there was plenty of time for people to come out. And uh, and and express whatever they felt like expressing. And this guy, he comes out and he says, oh, my gosh. Oh my, I don't know what that is, <laughs> but you guys have made my day. He pauses, he says, no, you've made my week. No, listen, you've just made my whole life. This is amazing. <laughs> and, you know, we're just kind of <laughs> waving and smiling, looking down at this it's guy. This is Terry's office a, tavern. <laughs> as, as we drive by. Yeah, a lot of a lot of stuff going on at Terry's. Is, is no, yeah. I'm trying well, to think of how many taverns
0: well, are between uh, you and uh, Proctor. There's not too many there.
1: Yeah, no. Well, or in Proctor. Oh, okay. Um, so there you go. We did drive by Terry's a number of times. In fact, once on that bridge, I just did circles on it for about twenty minutes. That's cool. Oh, it was it was fun. Yeah, it broke down every now and then. Yep. Uh, and that was that was kind of frustrating. We didn't know how the authorities would respond. Did they ever catch you? Yeah, yes and no. It was um, maybe our second time out. Kind of a drizzle and it broke down right in the middle of North 30th Street. So I'm kind of blocking traffic. And uh, I'm climbing down. The, the, the motor stopped running. And so I'm climbing out of there and Natalie's sitting on top and she says, oh, oh, police. And so about a block and a half away, a, a patrol car had pulled up to North 30th Street. And I look over and they are looking at me and I'm looking at them and I'm thinking, oh no, this is going to be so sad. You know, I just hope, I just hope they don't pull out a taser or something. But, you know, the fun, the fun's over. And they look at me and then they just drove the other way. (laughs) And there I am in the middle of the North 30th Street, really literally blocking traffic and they just drove the other way. And I'm thinking, gosh, you know, I think they just didn't know how to deal with this. I can see that. And, uh, and maybe they're going to have like a big, party or a big gathering or a big meeting and say, Hey, you know, that thing that was in the guy's driveway is now out on the street. What should we do about this? So I I would say three weeks later, uh, another encounter where we're going up towards Proctor and, uh, and they pull up behind and I'm looking back and there they are. And, and the problem with this thing is it's a little too tall. So if there's a tree along the side of the road, I have to pull into almost oncoming traffic to get around that tree or whatever. And I, I'm making one of those moves. They're still behind, just watching. And then they pass. But the deal is they've got their cell phones out, and they're filming me. Of course. And smiling and of waving. Course. And so at that point, we just said, well, you know, they, they're into it.
0: I guess we are an art-friendly town, given given that.
1: There you go. I think you asked that question before. That That's the answer to the question. Yeah, very art-friendly.
0: Are you trying to communicate anything with your art are you trying to go for the reaction of the guy in the tavern who says you made my year like like what is it that that because they're, they're they're sculptures they're mutant vehicles like what do you what are you are you trying to say something about the world about yourself how are you thinking about that because it's a it's a fascinating form that you're using
1: yeah, so I, th- I think this applies probably to all artists. It's, it's, um, you start with something, whatever it is. You know, maybe it's in kindergarten, you're drawing a picture or whatever, and uh, the teacher says, oh, my gosh, that's crap. And so then you move on. But eventually the teacher might say, oh, my gosh, you know, you've got something here, and it's good, and, and, um, and then you work on that. And I find I, I repeat things over and over again. It's, it's, it's the st- <laughs> I, I had a dog, and its name was Max, and I love my dog, and the name worked really well. Well, then I had a son, and so, of course, his name was Max. <laughs> it was familiar, and it worked, and so I continued with that. When it, when it came to creating kind of the, the next stage of my art for Burning Man, I, I had been working with these LEDs um, and uh, working with a group of people at, at Burning Man that um, are, are pretty technically capable and program the LEDs. And I thought, gee, if, if, um, if I could use fiberglass or something for the LEDs to peer through and reflect off of, it could be really neat. And, and I, I had done fiberglassing before, uh, repairing surfboards, and knew I had a, a basic knowledge and so uh, worked with that in order to take, make something um, whimsical, I think is a good word.
0: whimsy does describe the art of yours that i've seen yeah
1: and i i do have a goal going forward and have for the last couple of pieces i would like um i would like it so that uh the art invites people to interact with it uh close enough to it so that then their form becomes part of the art Hmm. Uh, and and that's um really apparent on the piece that's down at alma mater in their courtyard at this point where there's four stools below it, and you'll see people sitting in those stools, and their heads will be inside the piece of art where there's different sounds going on and a very visual light thing, and, I, and they're close to people. Have I've you...
0: sat on the, one of those stools. I have a beautiful picture of my wife sitting on one of those stools. We had a nice little conversation there.
1: Yeah, yeah. yeah. And while you are doing that, there was eight people outside the piece laughing at your body. It
0: seems very likely, yes. Yeah,
1: and you had no clue at all. Um it's, it works really well it really works well for that for yeah. that respect and I I hope to use that going forward uh,
0: we're going to take a short break and then when we come back I want to learn more about your art and this amazing house that I've been reading about in Grit City Magazine oh great be right back this episode of the We Art Tacoma podcast was generously supported by the Tacoma Arts Commission what is that you ask The Arts Commission is a volunteer group of citizens appointed by City Council who support the development of our community through public art, arts programming, and funding of arts organizations, artists, and, apparently, podcasts about the arts. This year, through the Arts Projects Fund, the Arts Commission funded 32 Tacoma organizations in the fields of dance, craft, film, music, visual, literary, and cultural arts. My thanks to the Tacoma Arts Commission for funding this podcast and the many awesome programs, artists, and organizations around the city. And we're back. Thank you to our sponsor and thank you to the members who support Channel 253 and this podcast. Uh, you can support what we're doing at channel253.com/slash membership. Steve Tell me about some of the art or some of the workspace that you've created in your home.
1: And so, Natalie and I purchased this home thirty years ago, and um, you know, it's 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 funny. Do you, how long have you lived in the house that you live in now?
0: Uh, four years.
1: When you first moved in, did did you kind of were there things that could be? improved or updated very many of those things yeah so that was the case with our house too even though it had this uh, amazing history it had the equivalent of the orange shag carpet Mm -hmm. and uh and just some other things some rooms that didn't make sense for for what we wanted at the time and um one of those rooms was um was a part of the garage that uh had a tree growing through it that uh, a prior owner uh, a long time ago, it was a big tree, had built the roof around that tree because really? they didn't want to destroy the tree. And by the time we got to the house, the tree had long since died and been cut down. But uh, so so the roof wasn't working at all. I swear it rained harder in that room than it was outside. <laughs> we put things in there that we wanted to store, but we really didn't want anymore because they'd rot very quickly and then we could take them to the dump. And so... Both Nellie and I had, had a, a light background in ceramics um, and enjoyed it as a hobby. So we thought, gee, why don't we put a little ceramic studio in that room? Hmm. And we'll put a heater in and a kiln and a potter's wheel, all, all things that we picked up used. And um, it was like an art studio for our kids while they were, while they were growing up. Wow. Yeah, very romantic kind of a, an idea. And, uh, but, you know, the kids, the kids are gone. And so now what do you do with the room? It's, it's my room to create things. Mm-hmm. And so, yeah, Grid City Magazine has pictures of me dressed up like, I guess, kind of like Walter White, doing fiberglass work in that room. And if you look beyond me, uh, what you'll see is a, a bunch of really old tiles that a uh, prior owner had put on the walls um, that may or may not have historic value, but make it a really cool workspace. Anyway,
0: yeah, and you also have uh, art, and or at least you did have art in your yard for a while as well. Some of the like it looked kind of like the slug a little bit, if I recall correctly. So Some... the
1: slug was in in our driveway. Oh, okay. That's what I'm remembering out, out, out front. Yeah, yeah, and as as well as crawlers, and then we have an interesting piece um, in the backyard, kind of underneath part of the part of part of the house that Lance Kagi had made for a first night parade it's mm. it's a it's a four-wheel bicycle uh with a horse on top oh wow it's adorable that's really cool yeah
0: yeah alma mater is about one year old and uh, are you working on anything for that
1: yeah, yeah yeah this is this is really fun for me and so this is a tacoma opportunity that i just i stumbled into that um When when Alma Mater opened for their opening party, I was invited to to contribute something, and uh, the slug was appropriate for that. Totally. And uh, then it just became apparent that the slug was uh, more appropriate in their space, which is a a semi-public outdoor space, than anywhere I could imagine. It was so much more successful downtown Tacoma in their space than it was at Burning Man, where there's so much competition for this sort of Mm. thing. And, yeah, it's... I loved it. Typical, typical of Burning Man. You see people riding their bicycle towards your piece. The pieces are separated by 50, 100 yards, and uh, and then they stop their bicycle and they stand over their bicycle and they may or may not take a picture. And and you can see they're thinking about what it is. And a few of them will get off their bike and then experience it. And that's the oh yeah I scored. They're actually you know enjoying it for what it is. Um, but many don't. Yeah. Where, where there's no competition in Alma Mater's Courtyard downtown Tacoma. It's just what it is, and it does, it does bring people in. And so um, management at Alma Mater realized this too, and was just really grateful and enthusiasm, enthusiastic about the piece. And um, so in time, I, as I was thinking about my, my next Burning Man project, I approached them, and they were receptive uh, to taking on as a place for that, that piece to reside um, before and after Burning Man. And they were also receptive to pay for the cost of building it.
0: That's pretty cool.
1: Amazing. Yeah. And they, they wanted to be generous beyond that, which was really pretty special. Um, and so the piece is called The TV's. Um, and you know, I, I've introduced the idea so many times because it involves twenty different ar- artists besides me. It's a cl- collaborative piece. Wow! And uh, and I talked to all of them and a lot of other people about the deal, and it's a, it's about the subject TV. So, Eric, I got to imagine you watch TV.
0: I have been known to yes.
1: Yeah, 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 in your youth. Oh, right. And so we're a different age here. But did you watch Gilligan's Island? Yeah, on reruns. Yeah, yeah. So I watched Gilligan's Island every day of my life for five years after school, every single day. And so it's a classic. I mean, yeah. Uh, and it's just one example of all the stuff. And when I think about it, so many, <laughs> we call these like life lessons may have been learned watching that show or other shows. And it's odd it's 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 for our period of of humanity we've had this thing happen all of us that watch tv together um and it it, it's kind of shapes how we think it probably shapes how we speak what words we use how we put our words together you know it it uh it formed our minds in a way yeah Uh, for better or for worse yeah yeah either way I mean, so in a half hour show, they'd introduce a problem, and then within a half an hour, it was solved. Yeah. One amazing thing. Um, maybe not. Well, they
0: never got off the island, so, you know, it wasn't always solved. <sighs> yeah. <laughs> so what's the piece like?
1: Yeah. So what it is, is it looks like a billboard, um, a highway billboard. Okay. It's uh, 13 feet tall, 18 feet wide. And it really does look just like a billboard, except it's covered with these 20 TVs. And each TV is made out of fiberglass. I took a 1985 RCA and casted it. Uh, So it's, what, about 37 inches by 24 inches? And about 7 inches deep is what I went with the casting, if you can picture that, Uh, and repeated it 20 times. And then uh, recruited these artists. I I put it up in the lobby of Alma Mater. uh, One, I put one up in the lobby of Alma Mater with uh, instructions or, you know, kind of like a poster board that you make for your high school science class. Okay. Did you see this? You didn't see it. I don't think so. And so I was in the lobby and the poster board said, did you watch TV? Okay. If you answered yes... Uh, go to section A, and if no, go to section B. And section A says, "Because you watch TV, you have special insight into this project. <laughs> if you consider yourself an artist, you know, please consider in contributing. Put your name in the box." And section B says, "Because you answered no to this project, you have special insight as to what we're doing here. Yes, um, if you if you see yourself as an artist, please put your name in the box nice. if, you, if you'd like to contribute." And so I got probably forty people. Um, some of them teams, some of them individuals, some of them wrote why they would really like to do this project. Um, and, and, the, and the project, you know, I think I spelled out that, you know, you'll be given a TV and, uh, and asked to embellish it. Um, expressing something, you know, an experience or uh, insight or your view of TV is just very broad. And so I, uh, over time, I handed the TVs out. Yeah. Uh, found 20 people that, that were really excited and um, and appropriate. And, uh, got such a wide variety of work back. I imagine. It's really exciting. There's only, there's two, uh, two left to come back. And uh, one of them's in Seattle, and I'm pretty sure it's done. I haven't seen what, what he's got yet. And the other is uh, Sophie Munich, Sophia Munich, um, who has her, her um, her senior work, I would I would guess, is in the lobby of Alma Mater right now. There's is that
0: the one that invites you to take a nap?
1: Yeah. I've seen that. That's very nice. It's really cool. Yeah. And so uh, I think her TV might come back a little bit free.
0: So there's going to be a billboard in the courtyard of alma mater eventually after burning man that will have 20 tvs on it with different interpretations is that
1: yeah well this this goes back to their one year anniversary party which it's um it's that's going to be june 21st 22nd they're Mm going to block off the block they're going to have incredible music and this will be debuting there at that time i think i'll i'll Get it up the week before, two weeks before. Mm-hmm. And then it'll be taken down and brought to Burning Man and then brought back to Alma Mater where it'll live its its long and hearty life out.
0: It sounds like uh, quite a process to put it up, take it down, drive that's, it to the desert, bring it back, put it back up again.
1: Yeah, it is. Yeah, it it's is. worth it. It's worth it'll, it. Okay. It'll, it'll be fun. Okay. Yeah, so there's a whole other part of this, this – um, Billboard And so behind the TVs, their translucent fiberglass are uh, 1,400 LED lights, mm. and uh, they'll be doing animations like you see with the slug, as in the lights will have a sense of motion or popping or, yeah. or whatever, and the whole thing acts as one TV screen. And nearby will be what uh, is referred to as a green screen, an eight-foot-by-eight-foot screen that just is dimly lit, probably green. And maybe it does animations when it's not working, but in, in the meantime, it's, it's green. With a camera, uh, a, like a, a video camera, a TV camera, about 10 feet from that screen. And when participants stand in front of their screen, their silhouette will show up on all the TVs as one big screen. That's really cool. Yeah. So that if you want to be on TV, you can be on TV. Here's your chance. Yeah. Here's your chance.
0: That's a very cool thing, and I'm excited to see that uh, coming to Alma Mater. Um, one of the things that we like to do on this show is ask if there's anyone in Tacoma or any organization that you want to give a special shout-out to as doing really interesting or important work that you just think it's really important that people should go check out, hey, go, go look at this person, check out what they're doing at this organization. Is there anything or anyone that comes to mind? See, I'm talking slowly so I can give you time to think about your answer. Yeah,
1: yeah. Well, there are so many in Tacoma. You know, obviously, I'm just really grateful that Alma Mater is there. This has changed our city, from my view, in a huge way. But, um, you know, recently, I I have a a relationship with Spaceworks. Yep. And uh, what an incredible gift. They have a program um, uh, that, that helps new entrepreneurs in our city. I've been through it. Really? Yeah. My wife and I went through it. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, Gwen Cole invited me to speak to the group last year and, uh, I was just blown away as to the, the talent, the smarts, the, uh, initiative of this group of people all doing different things. And, uh, I should say that the gift, the guidance, uh, the instruction that SpaceWorks had, to, and the structure, right? That SpaceWorks had to offer, and so I uh, I didn't speak to the group about art in any way. It was uh, it's about insurance, which is my business, yep. and um, and since then gotten gotten to know some of these people. Some of these people are my clients, and uh, it's really fun to see their dr- dreams um, coming along. And to somehow be part of it. Spaceworks is, is big. It's, they really are. Yeah.
0: Yeah, I think it's one of those things that over the years we will see all of the seeds that came out of it. Um, and you can see some of them sprouting, but I think it's going to be interesting over the long run to see yeah. what's come out of it. I agree. Yeah,
1: and not just out of that program, but about um, you know doing something with empty spaces. Yeah, absolutely.
0: Absolutely. If anyone's interested in finding out about any of your art or about you, and we will put the Grit City magazine story in the show notes, but is there any way that they could find find information about you on the web?
1: Yeah, there you go. And so I think uh, if if you were to follow me and I don't post much, but as, as we come closer to June, I need to post more about uh, the TV project. That would be uh, Instagram. Okay. Uh, at Tech, uh, at techamite, right? A T A C O M I T E. I think is how you find me on Instagram. I'll find
0: the link and I'll put that in there.
1: Thanks. And then you know, Steve Leberge on Facebook. Is, okay. Uh, but I don't post that much there either. Okay. You're
0: yeah. busy working in working in your uh, former pot shop, former tree yeah, they, grows out of the
1: building. Workshop. There you go. Or my day job, right? Or Which the is,
0: day job. Yeah. Yeah. Well, thank you so much for uh, coming on the show, and uh, I look forward to seeing TV in June.
1: Great. Thanks, Eric. Thanks, Steve.
0: Once again, thank you, Steve, for uh, sharing your time and talking about your art. I just love some of those stories that he told. Yeah, and he, he didn't even talk about the theater in his, in his basement Oh, his okay. house. It's very you know, cool. Fun, fun fact about Gilligan's Island. Okay. <laughs> 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 that theme song is in the same uh, rhyme scheme or whatever the word is, as like hymns. Oh. Uh, so you can take almost any hymn and sing it to the tune of Gilligan's Island. So like, "Amazing Grace," how sweet the sound that saved a wretch like thee. Like you okay, can do, right. you can. It's 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 endless fun. <laughs> or you can just sing Gilligan's Island with great reverence. You can do that too. <laughs> <laughs> okay, thanks, Doug. Channel 253 is sponsored by Alaska Airlines. I'm Nate Bowling, and I fly Alaska. To book your next trip, go to alaskaair.com. This is Channel 253.